She's on the moon right now, waiting for her true love. Right, Papa? Hello and welcome to I Can't Believe It's Not the Mouse, the podcast all about animated features not made by Disney. I'm your host, Octaviano Macias, and today, given the whole Lunar New Year thing is pretty much happening, I'm not sure if it's this day or right around the corner, I'm recording this ahead of time, of course, I figured I should do something related to that, just just because, you know, it'd be nice. And as I look stuff up, I didn't really get much that related to the holiday, so I don't know, I just went with something that said it was at least vaguely related to this, because I know the movie I'm talking about is not really about the Lunar New Year, but it kept on coming up with every search I tried. This and the Peppa Pig Lunar New Year movie or collection, whatever. I don't know, I'm not doing Peppa Pig, so I'm doing the Netflix feature, Over the Moon. Now, this was an Oscar-nominated movie from a couple of years back. It's, um, Glenn Keane is the director of this movie. If that name sounds unfamiliar to you, he's the guy responsible for the designs of a lot of your favorite Disney princesses. From Ariel to pretty much what you would know as like the renaissance of Disney. Like he was responsible for a lot of those designs. Um, So, you know, he is a big name in animation. And this was his directorial debut. So, pretty big deal really. And as far as directorial debuts go, it's a pretty good try. I mean, I will say up front, I don't love this movie. I think it's fine. I, I think it's good. You know, it's not a bad movie. I can see why it was nominated for the Oscar. I mean, it was especially considering that it was on a year where there was not much coming out. Uh, you know, 2020 was a horrible year. But all things considered, it's not an especially great movie. And I don't mean to say that to, you know, diss anyone involved. You can see the effort being put in this. And I do appreciate the choice to, you know, go into this route. You know, doing a story, you know, to represent people that aren't normally represented. So that stuff is great. So, why don't I like it too much? Well, let's sum up the movie a bit, right? Over the Moon is basically a story about a little girl named Fei-Fei who had a mother who would explain, like, pretty much, like, okay, here's how the moon came to be. Here's this uh, lady named Shangi or Changa, Changa, yeah, it was Changa, um, to basically, due to some accident, she became immortal, leaving behind her loved one, and she basically waits on the moon for her loved one to uh, come back to her someday. It's a pretty simple fable. I mean, I know some people will probably find it weird, but then again, how many, you know, cultures have their, like, you know, larger-than-life stories that sound weird in modern standards? You know, people really should be more respectful of stuff like that. Uh, but it's cool. You know, it, it's a neat little story. And Fei-Fei takes it to heart. Um, and like pretty much your standard Disney story, the mother dies. So the father is, you know, she's left alone with the father. And years later, here comes in a woman who hopes to be her stepmother, along with um, a little boy who's going to be her stepbrother. She doesn't like it. She's pretty much like, it was just me and my dad. You cannot replace my mom. You know, it's that whole story. So 
eventually starts she starts thinking like, oh, the reason why my father is falling for this is because he doesn't believe that Changa and like that whole legend of the moon or or you know pretty much that whole thing is real. So she starts going like, okay, if I can get proof of that, my dad will stop stop the marriage, um, and you know everything will be back to normal. So that's your movie. Kind of weird, but then again, it, the logic makes sense from a kid's perspective. You know, kids will have, like, you know, the crazy ideas of, like, oh, this will stop, you know, this replacement, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's already just a whole stigma on, um, you know, other people joining the family, you know, because of media, stories, and just life experiences. So it's all fine. It, it, it's a, a fine basic setup. Uh, pretty much, Fei-Fei builds a rocket to the moon, she accidentally brings the stepbrother along with her, or future stepbrother, you know, I'll just call her, you know, stepbrother or brother, just to make things easier. She goes along along the way and meets Changa, who turns out is not as nice as she imagines. And a good chunk of the movie is basically Fei-Fei trying to find this gift that she apparently was supposed to bring so that she can get proof of her existence and go back home. It's, it's a fine setup. It's, it's really just a fine story um, and setup. So, again, why don't I like it more? And what it comes down to is this. To its plus, this movie being directed by Glenn Keane makes it feel like something that Disney would have made had their approach to storytelling um, from the Renaissance continued to this very day. The downside to that is the idea of their approach to storytelling from the Renaissance continuing to this day. It's both a plus and a, and a minus because you have to consider that while a lot of those stories were great in the Renaissance, like, you know, whether it's Lion King, uh, Mulan, you know, whatever, a lot of that happened because of that point in time and what their perspective was. The whole point in storytelling in life and everything is, you know, moving on. It's continuing to move on it's growing from what you learn and the problem is with just sticking to that one mentality is that while you get the stuff that was definitely good from that era you will start to notice the cracks in that kind of storytelling because that's what the main thing is like watching this i was like yeah more so than a lot of the disney movies that are being made um, now um whether it's the good or bad ones and a lot of them have been good this one really feels like something that if they were doing those types of movies, this would fit alongside with it. Like, it, it perfectly slides into, like, that kind of storytelling style. And it, it works fine, but looking at it in the context of now, you notice where the flaws are at. Like, you can ignore it when it comes to the Renaissance movies because it's like, you already know, like, okay, these were made decades ago, so stuff that might not work so well, like some of the humor, some of the choices in, in the story is fine for, for it because it's like, okay, we know when it was made, this is like the kind of mentality that they were doing. It's that whole thing. And this one having a lot of those same issues, like when it comes to like the approach to music, which a lot of the musical numbers are not very great. There's some that are actually good. Uh, I'll get to that in a bit. But there's a lot of stuff that is just like, eh, it was, it's fine. It's just not very good. Um, and that's kind of where it is. Like, there's some stuff that definitely feels like, okay, they at least 
are coming at it from a more modern perspective, like the way they represented the the characters, you know, actually properly, you know, getting the people and trying to be respectful to to the culture. But it's just I don't know. Like the vibe I get is like, yeah, this is a Disney Renaissance movie that was made at that time, but then barely changed and animated today. Um, it's just just the vibe I get. But, yeah, like, you get, like, the whole story, like, Fei-Fei goes to the moon. It's kind of a weird uh, setup because it, it, it's done in a way where you, you're not really sure whether or not it did happen. I would assume that it kind of had to have happened, considering that the brother comes along and he's aware of what everything that happened. And because she has, like, a pet rabbit, like, it's the animal sidekick. And the pet rabbit, pretty much, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it. So if you don't want to be spoiled because I know this has been seen by less people than a lot of the other ones I've done. Maybe stop it here and watch the movie. It's that's definitely a good one and I'll, you know, catch you up on stuff. But if you don't mind, uh, the rabbit stays behind on the moon. So it's like, did she just lose the rabbit? Or, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's probably best to just assume it is it's real even though there's stuff in there that definitely says it could have been in their imagination. But the fact that they're both imagining it and the rabbit's gone is kind of like no anyways you get this whole story and it's it, it's got a lot of musical numbers in this uh like i was saying earlier so you got like like there's one where Freyfei is singing about um having like the rocket you know building the rocket and going to the moon that one's fine it's kind of catchy it's nothing too special but it, it is fine it's got that disney vibe ultra luminary that's probably the best one it's sang by um the, the changa character who is um played by philippa i believe it's philippa sue I, I hope that i said that right uh she's she played eliza and hamilton and yeah i mean it, it's a it's a fun role i mean it's it can get kind of grating at times because she's pretty much playing it like a like a, as a selfish brat and some of it is fine some of it goes a little too far and it's like this character's still supposed to be kind of likable because we're supposed to empathize uh, sympathize with her um losing her loved one but you know they they, they do that fine uh for the most part it just it goes a little too much uh, at times uh but her song ultra luminary is a really fun one it's kind of like a a k-pop song um while trying to explain like pretty much her backstory but like you know, like the whole setup, like from the style of the song to the imagery you see in the in the in the movie when that's going on, it's all like a K-pop concert kind of thing. So it, it, that's pretty cool. And then the only other one, one then that I, I did enjoy is that um, Ken Jeong is also in this movie as like this alien dog um, like creature. I, I know it's supposed to be something else, but. I don't know, he looks kind of like a dog, and I'm blanking out on what he actually is, but I hope I'm not offending anyone by not not getting the right animal. But anyways, um, he gets an emotional song, and it's a really nice one. Visually, it's great. There's a lot of great colors, and I will say that much for this movie. The animation is really great. Like, when it comes to, specifically when once they get to the moon, like, when they, before that, it's like, I mean, I've seen this in other places. Like, you know, it's it, don't get me wrong, it's nice to see all the representation, the, like, the Asian cast members, like the, you know, the, the various, like, um, cult, like other cultures being represented, like the structures and everything. It's all very nicely done, but it's really once they get to the moon where it starts to shine because you get all these different um, types of structures, bright colors, 
neon lights. It's it's really cool. Like it's it's a really nice setup. But yeah, like you get Ken Jeong's song, which is just a very sweet emotional song, and it's like, oh wow, I didn't expect to get that out of Ken Jeong. Like nothing against him. He's a he's a fun fun actor. It's just normally you don't see him delivering the big emotional moment. You know, like he's usually there for for the laughs. So. Seeing that was definitely a, a nice little surprise. But that's really about it. Like, there's some songs that I'm like, you could have done without this. Like, there's definitely one where I'm like, yeah, I would have just cut this out. It's not a, a very great song, and it's kind of a dumb scene where uh, Changa pretty much is like, okay, uh, I'm going to challenge, like, the, the, the stepbrother to, like, a ping pong match because it's even set up early on that he's, like, a ping pong uh, champion. And they're like, okay let's have that in which is not necessarily a bad idea like it's a good way to set that up but the, the, the scene itself is kind of like okay so it results in him winning but she's a sore loser so he gets locked up and it's like okay fine that I, I get why it's there but the song is not a very great one and it, i don't know it just feels like uh, this is something from another decade it, like it, it just doesn't feel like it should be there and it's not a very great scene going beyond the music though the movie is still like it, it still works i mean I, I know i probably don't sound too excited to promote it and that's only because one i'm kind of tired right now and two like i said it's a fine movie it's not great it's not you know life-changing but you know it, it is fine for what it is the animation Great, especially once it gets to the to the moon. The music, not so much, but you do get some good songs. And the characters are fine. The voice acting is, is good. And, you know, the people they got do their jobs well. There's a good chunk of the movie where there's, like, these space chickens. And it's nothing bad, but it's, like, eh, I, I kind of forget about this stuff. Um, honestly, the first time I saw it, I was just like, okay, this is kind of... I mean, it's fine for what it's doing, but it's nothing that really got my attention once i saw it again i just felt like eh oh yeah there's chickens in this i mean i remember that there was characters that you know essentially backstab our hero but i don't know it's it's definitely a weaker aspect in in this it's something that really lands that much of a punch like i, I get it they're just there just to be an obstacle but you know, you, you could do better obstacles than that. I mean, it was already hard enough that the fact that they had to look for, like, okay, what is the gift that, that um, Chango wanted? And what they do with it is fine. It, it's nothing... Um, like, it, it's revealed to be something like, okay, she's crafting, like, a potion to bring back her lover uh, with, like, a space rabbit. And it turns out, like, oh, no. Uh, even with that, it doesn't actually work out, so... All is lost. All hope is lost. Everything's bad. And it's all just a pretty, pretty much a lesson of moving on and accepting change. In the case of the, the main character, of course, accepting like, okay, you're, you're, you're getting a stepmom and a stepbrother, but that doesn't mean that your original mom is gone. I mean, she is, of course, gone, but not in the sense of like, oh, you can now just forget about her. Like, you could acknowledge what was great about her. And... Yeah, that's all it really is. I don't know. I I, I kind of feel like I'm struggling to, to, to talk about this just because, one, like I said before, I'm tired. And two, it's not an especially great movie. It's pretty much simple. Like, I, I feel like that really summed it up 
when I said it earlier, it's pretty much like watching a movie from the Disney Renaissance, but in modern day, it, like it's something that like if they had nerfed it from back then, I would be like, yeah, this totally feels like something that was made back then. So in that regard, do I think it's a worthwhile watch for people who grew up on the Renaissance? And on, on that, I would say, yeah, I mean, it's fairly interesting. I mean, it, it's at least very nice to see Glenn Keane actually move from just doing like the designs and the animation and stuff like that to actually being the director of something. So that's that's a very neat thing to do. Um, if this were a part of like the Disney Renaissance, I'd say it's probably middle of the road or probably like a little bit below that. But it's not. It's definitely not their bottom. It's definitely not a Pocahontas where it's like. Yeah, this is bad. I mean, at the very least, I can respect it for the stuff that it's trying to do um, culturally. So it's it's not bad in that regard. It's just... It's, it's really not that an impressive of a movie. And I feel kind of bad saying that because there is stuff that I like. Like I said, you know, numerous times throughout this, the animation is definitely something where if you have to watch this, that is something to look forward to. Like if you're studying animation... That is some great stuff to look at. Uh, the music, you know, it's got some good ones, but nothing special. It's just, as a, as a whole, it's doesn't leave the strongest impact. Like, I've seen other Netflix animated features where it was stuff that they had purchased from other studios or that they themselves put out that I just enjoyed more. Like... Uh, some, someday I'm going to have to talk about with the Willoughby's. That's a really great animated movie. Uh, I, of course, have talked about Klaus, which is just an incredible 2D feature. And then we've even had, like, uh, The Little Prince, um, which, again, I'll have to talk about some other time. And we've just had some better stuff. Like, and not that none of that has ever gotten any other recognition, but I... I <sighs> In the year that this came out, I know the Willoughby's also came out, and I'm like, that should have gotten more of the recognition for the, for the Oscars than this one did. Like, yeah, I get it. This one probably did because it's like, hey, the name attached to it, and the fact that it's trying to, you know, push for more diversity. But, I mean, it, it, like I said, it's not a, a bad movie. It, it's fine. It's enjoyable. It's got its heartwarming moments. Uh, it's just there. Like, it, it, it's, it feels more like a novelty thing. Um, in terms of what, what stuff works and what doesn't. Like, not, not that there isn't substance, it's just that by the end of it, I just didn't care enough to really have it sink in for me. And, and I'm not sure if I'm alone in that. I, I feel like I'm not. But I, I did see some, some praise um, thrown its way. And, you know, it's not like it's undeserved. I mean, I've basically been saying repeatedly, despite how little enthusiasm enthusiasm you see from from me, it's not that it's a bad movie. It's not. It's just kind of there. And and it, can, it kind of feels bad because I'm not sure if it's because I'm tired or, or not, but in terms of stuff that I've done on here that I, I enjoy, I feel like I am probably the most tired feeling from from this one uh compared to the other ones um i i don't think i sound pleased to be saying it's a good movie even though yeah i mean i'm, I'm fine with it it's 
I'm not displeased. It's just I I don't feel like I I. I, I don't feel like I can really enthusiastically say, go watch this movie. I mean, for the stuff it does right, definitely go watch it. If you need something that, um, for the Lunar New Year, that might get you in that mood, which again, it's not really even focused too much on that. It's just that it kept on popping up. So I was like, okay, I'll do this one. I, I, I guess it's definitely a, a good one. It's just not one that I would say you you should expect to remember. Like, I don't think you'll be looking back on this one once you watch it and say, hey, I want to watch that again right away. Like, you'll probably forget about it, maybe watch it again a year or two or maybe even longer than that, if ever, uh, again, and that'll be it. I mean, for points for representation, but, you know, there are other movies that have featured all-Asian casts or are in the setting that I think would make for, for better watches. So, with all that, I probably sound very negative, and I I, I know that. I, I swear I'm not not being down on this. It, it is an okay movie. It, it is fine, and I do recommend it on, on at least watching it for the animation, especially if you're studying that kind of stuff. Just don't expect to be blown away by it. It's got its good merits and I don't know if I properly explain what everything that I felt was was um not so good because realistically it's not like it does stuff that I'm like oh yeah this is offensively bad it's just it doesn't do anything that's in a way where I'm like yeah it, it's really good and it's a must see so yeah it, like it, it it's adequate that's all all of this it's all done adequately and like I said pretty much early on in this it's a movie that feels like Disney would have made during their renaissance. And then they released it today with little to no updates. Of course, they didn't release it today, but that's what it feels like. And, I mean, if that sounds like a great time to you, maybe you'll love it more than I did. But if you understand where I'm coming from, that, you know, stuff being made in their time kind of reflects their time and, you know... That's why you need to grow and, and change because some stuff, you know, has to have some modern, you know, taste and feels to it in order to be as good as, as, as they can be. Then you'll probably understand why, why I'm not so ex- excited about this one. Um, but yeah, it's still a worthwhile watch. Um, I wouldn't rush to see it, but it's definitely one if you're looking for something, it's, it's a fine one. So... Yeah, I don't know if I can say anything else. I feel like I was repeating myself anyways, um, and I probably was. So I just want to say thank you for listening. This has been Octavian Macias. If you enjoyed this, please consider subscribing to my YouTube channel. That's Psycamp Films. I do also have a Patreon account. That's www.patreon.com slash Psycams. S-A-I-C-A-M-S. You can support me there for however much you want. It helps me put these out. And over time, it'll definitely build to some more stuff. So I'm just saying it's worth it if you like this. So again, thank you for listening. And I hope to see you next time. to the sky while her one true love stayed here. And bit the dust.